Hello and welcome to the United Sisters podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Okoje, but my friends call me Omo. I'm a doctor, a mom, an entrepreneur, business strategist, transformational coach, and the founder of United Sisters, an organization dedicated to inspiring, empowering ladies whilst challenging the status quo. I am obsessed with helping women find their voice and understand their true potential, purpose and passion, regardless of their creed and culture. This podcast is dedicated to helping you up-level every aspect of your life. Join me for today's episode as we unearth the power that already lies within you. Hi everyone, this is your girl Okoje and I've got someone here so, so excited to introduce a really dear friend of mine, Dani. She's actually a transformational coach, self-empowerment coach as well. She's a board certified nurse practitioner. She's actually also into real estate as well. She's an entrepreneur. So I'm just, she has oodles and oodles of wisdom and just a lot of heart behind her. And I'm just so, so, so excited to have her here with me today. Donnie has, uh, we met, just to share a little bit, we met in one of um, Tony Robbins' events and we have just stayed connected because she's really has so much a heart for helping people. And she's really pushed me out of my comfort zone. So it's such an honor to have her here as my first guest on my United Sisters podcast. So, Donnie, we just want to say welcome to United Sisters podcast, and we love having you here. So, Donnie, just tell us a little bit. I know I shared about, about you, but your profession has been so varied. Tell me, how did you get into this? How do you juggle everything, really? You're an entrepreneur, you're a coach, you're a nurse practitioner, you're just in a really an amazing woman, but just share a little bit about your journey. I will be so happy to share with you. But before we talk about me, I want (laughs) to, first of all, I want to, first of all, I want to shine the light on you. Oh, and I want to share with the viewers. I want to honor you because everyone needs to know, like everyone really, really needs to know. Like when you come on camera, you know, I love your accents because I want to talk <laughs> like, oh my God, I want to be, I want to like, I want to have that accent so bad. So, but, but I don't. Okay. That's okay. That's okay. So, so, um, so when, when you speak and you show up on your camera and you're smiling and you come with all this just radiance, People don't know the story and people don't know how much you've grown so much in less than one year. I remember, I believe, was it our first conversation? Was it our first conversation that we had? And what did you tell me in that first conversation? What did you tell me? I want to start a podcast. Yes. (laughs) And I was like, oh my God, you can do it. You can do it. And I remember you were like, you think so? <laughs> yes. Yes. So Thank I you. am I am so honored to be here because I have literally witnessed with my own eyes the growth, the growth 
And this is not this, this, and you know it because yes, you, yes. you've seen the growth within yourself. You've not only seen it, but you feel the growth. I've seen a shift of energy and I've seen how you just show up in the world now. So I want to honor you for that. Love you, you. girl. Love you, girl. I haven't paid you enough yet. (laughs) You're so funny. You're so funny. So how do I juggle all of this? Well, thankfully in, in, as far as my healthcare, um, as far as my, my job Mm. in healthcare, it's, it's three days a week. Mm. Okay. So that's the beauty of it. So I have four days to play around. Okay. And I have four days to create. Right. So I've been a real estate investor for the last 12 years now, and I will continue to do that. That that's in my blood. Uh, You will be disowned from my family if you don't own any real estate. So (laughs) I don't want to get disowned. So I'm going to continue to do that. And the coaching, the coaching, wow. Uh, Coach Donnie was was created because there was this pull inside of me and I didn't have an explanation as to why. I didn't know where. I had no clue. I just know that I was being pulled and I liked it. Right. And then when I actually started coaching people and not monetizing from it, okay, I was I was just doing it for free. Mm. I noticed, I noticed that when the coaching sessions were done, that my heart was full. Right. My heart was completely full. So that truly, truly, truly now I'm following my passion. Do you know, like a lot of people share about their coaches, what is your niche? Is there an area of coaching that you specialize in? And if you could share what that is about and how you see that really changing people's lives. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Great question. (laughs) So I'm a transformational self-empowerment coach. Okay. So the people that I work best with a lot of times are the people that I can best relate to and the people that can best relate to me. Okay. Mm -hmm. So for example, if you come from a background of very rule-based background, okay, mm. like very linear perspective, maybe it was just your upbringing. Maybe it was the rules in the house that they were black and white. Maybe yeah. it's a very, maybe it's a particular religious perspective, okay, that the, the rules were very black and white. Um, and there was not really a lot of gray, Okay, so when we don't allow ourselves that gray and we don't allow ourselves that compassion Mm. and that grace and we don't give ourselves that permission, okay, to show up how our heart really wants to show up, Mm. then then we find ourselves stuck. Right. So you help people like untangle those feelings of feeling stuck. Um, Is that what you do? And yes. Yes, yes. I what I do and the best way I can describe it is I'm a relationship coach. Right. But I do not coach you on the relationship, your love relationship. I coach you on the relationship with your mind. Right. So why do you think people struggle so much with the whole concept of mindset, right? Because can you just decide that I want to do this and just go ahead and do it? Why do people like not move when they know in their head, okay, I really need to change this, but they don't know how to change it. 
what is it that makes us feel stuck and why do we not make that decision to make a shift? What is it that you found in your in your coaching experience? Well, we're all wired different ways. So we're right. all so a- as children, we absorb our parents' programming. Okay. So our parents program us. So we carry their beliefs onto our teenage years and then our friends influence us. Okay. So when our friends influence us, now they're sharing all their programming. And along with the programming comes a lot of limited beliefs. Right. A lot of limited beliefs. So what do you mean by that? So this is the way I describe it. Your brain tells you a lot of lies. Okay. 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 So your brain will tell you because for those that don't know, your brain is wired to keep you safe. That Mm. is what it is wired for. It is still primitive. It's still operating on a primitive mode. And that is to keep you safe. It is not there to fulfill you. It is not there to make you happy. (laughs) Really? No, no, it is not there. So when you want to up your level of investing and you want to pay more for something, right? That's going to make you feel uncomfortable because your brain is saying, oh, no, 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 no. That, that's an unsafe zone. That is an unsafe territory. We are not going to go there. That is your brain telling you that's not a safe space for us. But the reality is, the reality is that if you do make that investment for something you want, and it is something that's fulfilling to you, then what's on the other side of fear is where your fulfillment is at. So and the it- other side of fear is where, where you're going to discover all that beauty. So like sometimes that feeling of fear, isn't that a way for your body or your mind to protect you? How do we know that's not dangerous as opposed to, wow, okay, you're just going to have to feel the fear and overcome and go to the next level. How, how do you distinguish between the two that yes, fear, you need to be cautious and this is dangerous or yes, fear, this is normal fear, but you need to move past the fear and go to the next level. Very, that's a, that's actually a great question. So if we're talking about physical fear, mm. then absolutely. Say if we're in a bad neighborhood yeah. and our brain is telling us to look out because we don't know what's possibly approaching. Yes. Absolutely. I totally yeah. get that. Yeah. But when it comes to doing something, for example, like a Facebook live. <laughs> okay. That was me. <laughs> that was me. So, right. So when, when you think, when you think to yourself, what is the worst case scenario here? Yes. What is the worst case scenario? Are you going to die? Yeah. No. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Are you, I, are you going to be dismembered? I, what 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 is going to happen here? And if the answer is, oh, I might get ridiculed by other people, I might not like other people's opinions, then that's when you have to come back and look. No, no, no. This is a lie. Mm. This is a lie. Mm. Wow. I need that's... to keep moving forward. It's so funny because when you're in the motion of it, you kind of feel those fears as reality. Do you know what I mean? It almost feels like you're going to die. Just like, as you said, when I was trying to do the Facebook live, I was like, oh my goodness. And the thing about it is that when you've done it, you feel this sense of, wow, I did it. Is that it? Do you know what I mean? 
Right. But as yeah. children, it's so much easier to do it. But as you were saying, when you become a teenager, you then pick up the rules or the beliefs of your, your friends. But as you became older, I feel like you create more beliefs limiting that limiting you and restricting you. So my question to you is how do you keep your your mind and your heart open to change and to move into the next level? What is it that you found in the clients that you've worked with that really transforms them and allows them to keep growing and expanding and feel the fear? What is it you could share with our viewers that would really help us to keep ourselves in? There is one word that I think of when I think of growing into adulthood and I think of maturing into adulthood. And when we compare ourselves to children, Hmm. when we compare ourselves to children and we watch them play in the playground, are they afraid to approach anyone? No. Do they care about their skin color? Do they care what they have on? No, because they do not have what we have as adults. And that's called resistance. Hmm. We develop resistance as we become adults because now these beliefs, right? This Mm. programming, it's now instilled in us for 30 or 40 years. So it's become our norm. Yes, we have built how many brick walls? Yes. Do children children don't have brick walls? Right. They don't have that resistance. Yes. They don't I've have seen... the weight that we have. So yes. that's the power of coaching, right? Yes. Because you you kind of make present it to your clients and say, "Do you realize these are the walls you've built around yourself?" And unpicking that can be quite challenging for you, right? It's fun. It's fun because it's, it's magic. Okay. Because say you come to me and you say, for example, I'm going to share a story with you. I have a a girlfriend, a personal girlfriend, not going to name her name, Mm -hmm. but she at a young age, not too young, but I think it was like mid twenties. She was dating a gentleman and she got pregnant. So she decided to have the child and she allowed him to stay in her life for a very long period of time. Now, (laughs) now she's in her forties and what she recognized was I allowed him to stay in my life because I was afraid of my daughter not having a father. But if I would have thought about it in a different way, I could have moved on, met someone else that I can now be actually married to. Mm-hmm. And I could have, I could have created a, a larger family. Hmm. So what I do as a coach is I question your thoughts and I question your perspective. Wow. So if you say to me, I'm going to do this, I'm afraid of that. One of the first questions I'm going to ask you, is that true? And you're going to say, yeah. And I'm going <sighs> to say, well, where, where can you prove that to me? Wow. Where can you prove that to me? See, as your coach, I'm not your friend. I'm not there Whoa. to, <laughs> as your coach, I'm not, I'm not your friend. Yeah. I am not there to, to coddle you. 
I am there to challenge your perspective and unleash your inner queen or inner king. That is what I'm there to do. And the only way that I can do that is by challenging your perspective. I have to challenge it. And I need for you to prove to me that these thoughts that you have are true. Because I can guarantee you they're not. The truth is what you create. You create your reality. You create your truth. Your fears are not your truth. Wow. Man, I'm like, whoa, go girl. (laughs) So my question to you, because I'm all about, you know me, I'm all about women and empowering women and enlightening women. I know that 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 is your specialty as well. Engagement, enlightenment and empowerment. Those are the things that you, you talk so so well about could you share a little bit about how that you know impacts people's lives and I guess for me because I focus more on women and professional women um how do you feel that these these skill set can really impact people in their professional career wow that's that's beautiful that's beautiful so let me share another story with you I love storytelling (laughs) because because it's something that people can relate to, right? Yes, we all we all have a story. We all mm-hmm. have a story. There was a gentleman that I had a session with and he approached me. He said, I am an electrical engineer and I'm moving up in my career. But the problem is I am the only one that looks like me where I work. Okay. okay. So... I understand that. And a lot of people have that perspective, especially the higher you move up in your ladder and your career. So I I asked him, I said, so tell me what you think about that. How how do you feel about being the only one that looks like you in your your department, in your your company? Mm. He said, it makes me feel uncomfortable. And I asked him, I said, so I got a question for you. If Obama looked at the stage and he said, no one on the stage looks like me, would he, Mm. would he have run for president? Wow. He said, well, no. I said, so, so tell me, give me another possible perspective about being the only one that looks like you. And he said, well, I guess I can start paving the way. Wow. I guess so. So it's not about me giving you answers. I don't Mm. have your answers. Mm. You are your hero. You are your rescue. I'm not your hero. I'm not your rescue. Mm. I'm just here to challenge your perspective Mm. because the reality is you have all the answers that you need inside of you. I don't have your answers. Yes. But I can recognize your blind spots and I can recognize when you're lying to yourself. Yes. Just that twist into perspective or change in perspective has changed that conversation from a victim conversation to a victor conversation, right? Because rather than seeing, oh my goodness, this has happened to me. Why is it happening? You're not asking, why is it happening to me in a different way? Or why is the universe allowed this to happen to me? And it's empowered him to walk a different way, right? It's it's incredible. Same situation. The same situation. Circumstance hasn't changed, but he's moved from victim to victim. How he shows up to work now changed. Now he's like, oh, I'm leading the way. This is good. I'm going to give them a new perspective of what I look like. Yeah. Yes. So, yeah, I I know you're very senior in your position. Um, 
you know, as a woman in the, the workplace, I know it depends on how we choose to see ourselves in the workplace. But do you feel that, what do you think for more women to be, to feel comfortable in senior position? What do you think we need to learn? Changing our perspective from a victim to a victor. What other things do you think we really needed to embody? Because to be honest, I, I must say my, my own story, I got to a very senior position and I, I was the only woman of color there and women as well in a very traditional um, setting. And it was very lonely. It was very, mm. very lonely. In my head, I knew that, right, I, lots of people looked up to me. Women, they looked up to me. They were like, oh, my goodness, so nice to see a woman, well, a woman um, from ethnic minority. But still, it was really difficult handling that myself, right? Mm. So what tools would you, or what advice could you give me or what would you, tools would you give me to help me maneuver myself while in that position, right? Yeah. That's a great, <laughs> that's a great, <laughs> that, that's a, that's a powerhouse of a question. <laughs> that's I great. Know. No, that's no, no, no. I'll see you in two minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry. I got this. I got this. So, okay. So just so you know, a little bit of my background, I am, my ethnic background is Puerto Rican and Cuban. And and you look I, hot. <laughs> You've got beautiful skin, you, thank you. beautiful so eyes. <laughs> oh, thank you, thank you, thank you. But what people need to know is, as far as the Latin background, I was never really, I can say 100% very accepted in that community because they always thought I was Black. Okay. Mm. And then as far as the African-Americans and they thought I was black. And then they, once they realized I, I, I wasn't, then they kind of gave me the, Oh my God, you're not black. Look. So <laughs> I have always, I've always had to pave my own way. Wow. I've always, I've always had to create my own lane. So what you need to be comfortable with is creating your own lane. Wow. And, and deciding, deciding as we know, Okoji, we all have a queen. Yes. We all have a magician, a lover. But I add, we hold all up. have... Hold up, hold up. You've got to teach us what is that about? Queen, magician, and lover. Come on now. Break it down. The, that's so, good stuff there. <laughs> that, that's very good stuff. So we, we can thank Michael Nitty for this, uh, our amazing coach, right? Yes. Uh, yes. So we all have a queen, a magician, a lover. Now, what I add in my coaching is we also have a little girl hmm. and our little girl sometimes is happy and sometimes she's sad. So you have to decide at the end of the day, you have to decide to stop giving people outside of you your power. So you have to decide how you show up to work, regardless if you're the only one that looks like you or mm. if everyone looks like you. Even if everyone looks like you, some people still show up to work as a victim. Mm. So how, how, how let's so let's shift that. Let's say, wow, I'm the only person that looks like me at my job. How grateful am I? 
So how are you going to show up to work? Are you going to show up to work as your queen Mm. or as your little hurt girl Mm. that feels lonely? Mm. That's your little girl talking because Mm. your queen, she's not showing up like that. Mm. Mm. And your magician, what your magician is going to do is she's going to create resources within that company, within that team. Mm. And she's going to actually use the fact that she's the only one that looks like her mm-hmm. as a power. She's going to use that. And she's going to leverage that. That's what your magician is going to do. And your lover is going to give love in spite of anything. Hmm. Do you know what you so just made me show up to work? What you've made me realize is that sometimes we feel like we should just be one way. And you've just highlighted that you need to be flexible, right? Depending on what the situation is, you've got to turn into different things for different people, different seasons. And that is the maturity of who you are, right? Mm. And it's just sometimes just like, oh, no, like it's like sometimes at work. Uh, this is me. I'm like, I'm not playing work politics. I don't play work politics. Reality is that you need to learn to be diplomatic. You need to learn to maneuver around different personalities. And as you've just highlighted, you need to bring lots of different things to the table, depending on what it is. Do you know what I mean? Correct. Like it's, yes. a, it's like you talked about the magician. Magician is a little bit more that so there are such things called archetypes, um, and you ha- we have all of them within us. So you talked about the queen. What's a queen like? Queen is like a sassy kind of. Oh, um, she's feminine. Fun. I love her. <laughs> mm. So so the queen the queen owns her feminine energy. Right. Okay. The queen grants herself permission. And the queen walks in intention, not reaction. That's how the queen shows up. What do you mean by intention and reaction? You decide how you show up. The world does not control. You're not a prisoner of the world. When wow. you walk when, when you walk in reaction, you're a prisoner to everyone else and how they show up. Right, right. That is like a big thing because I think most of the time we actually think it is the world that we, you know, we, we, our reaction or our emotions are dictated by what is around us as opposed to knowing that we, we, we decide how we want to show up, right? Exactly. So your queen is a really like a sassy kind of person. And then what's the king like? What's your king like? A king, so I, so, he so also he he also walks in intention. He also walks in intention. And I think he's like very much like a warrior, someone who just goes for it yes, and dominates yes. things. He, he owns his masculine energy. He owns the fact that he is a, a God-given protector. Right. And the thing about it is that we have all these things in us. And it's it's great that you've just mentioned that because I think sometimes we feel that we can't, we have to be just one way. We have to be a feminine or um, but we can be all these things and there's nothing wrong with it. Wow. That's, in, that's incredible. Absolutely incredible. Walking in tension and reactions. So tell me. 
What do you what what is your next big big thing? Because you're doing some really amazing things now. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. You were you were on a show yesterday and just your real estate (laughs) business. It's just been absolutely (laughs) incredible. But just what is the next thing you're working on as we coming to the end of the year um, that you want to share with our viewers so we can get to know you better? Thank you. Thank you so much. So I will be creating with a colleague of mine an online safe space for nurses and nurse practitioners. Right. As we all know. Girl, you nurses... don't stop. <laughs> you don't stop. You're always <laughs> pinging with ideas. Wow. Tell us. Thank Sorry. you. Thank you. So <laughs> as most people know, nurses put everyone in front of them. So there is a place that nurses need to go to and nurse practitioners. Eventually, I might expand it to healthcare, but right now we're going to start with nurses because there's such a high burnout rate in healthcare. There's a high suicide rate. Yes. And these are the people that we need to serve us. This is the people that I'm going to need to serve me one day when I get older. And so why not? Why not? provide a, a place and a safe place for them to come and be served. Wow. That's inspiring. Well, we look forward to seeing that because I'm in the healthcare space, as you um, as you know. Um, so, yeah, I really, really look forward for you sharing that with our viewers. I just want to ask you, so, you know, one, do you want to do you want to share anything else? Yes, yes. There's uh, there's something else coming up in January. I'll be hosting a vision board workshop. It'll be ah. in Chicago. So unfortunately, Okoji, I don't think you can attend. <laughs> would it be, would <laughs> like, it be streaming? Would it be stream? Would it be live stream? Would you do a live stream? That's a good idea. I never even thought about it. That's a what? really, really, really good idea. And may- maybe, maybe I'll think about it. I will think about it. If I don't do it for this one, I will eventually do it. But it's a great idea. Thank you. Thank you. Tell us much. about this vision board. I know you've spoken about you doing that workshops in, co- in co- organizations and vision. Tell me a little bit about that. So. I'm very passionate about vision boards. I'm a true believer that you can have so many skills. You can have all the skills, but if you don't have the vision, you're not going to move forward in the direction where your heart, your, your heart pursues. Wow. So how, what do you do in this workshop? So what we do is I have exercises. So no, so when people think of vision boards, they think of a, a cardboard, yes. you think of magazines and yes. you cut them out and you, yep. you, you, you look at some pictures and you decide, oh, I like that picture. I'm going to cut this out and put it on the work. <laughs> no, 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 no. So we walk into this workshop, we make it fun. Some mm. big about uh, personal development can be fun. I, yes. I believe that fun is free. So wow. we walk into this workshop and we start off with meditation. So we can center ourselves, mm. be present and really be fully engaged. That's number one. And then we go through exercises. So I have a lot of different exercises. So by the time we're done with our exercises and you actually, it's time to actually start cutting pictures from the magazine. Mm. You are so clear of what your vision looks like. It is crazy. For example, there was one lady There was one lady 
she was in my workshop and she had gone through a divorce. After the divorce, she lost herself at work. She completely lost herself at work. She didn't know what self-love looked like to her, Mm. but she was lost. So after we went through all our exercises and it was time to cut out her pictures, Mm. when I looked at her board, it was 100% self-love. Wow. It was so loving. It was so be in the present, learn how to set boundaries, learn how to say no and be okay with it. And she gave herself one year, one year to learn what self-love looks like for her. Wow. And that when I saw her board and so many other boards, my heart was just so full. It was so (laughs) full. I love it. It really, really was. So I'm, I believe in the power of vision. Wow. Well, thank you so much. That would be so great to do it in January as well, 2020. But yeah, yes. so what we'll do is like, we will definitely put your details out there. But how can people reach you, Coach Donnie? Well, right now I'm on Instagram at Coach Donnie. Mm. And you can reach me at, you can reach me at Gmail, Coach Donnie. And if you type in Facebook, Coach Donnie, you will see Jordani McCoy, which is which is my full name. I'm working on my social media presence. I have been out here firing, 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 firing. <laughs> so I still have a little a little work to do on, on that end, but that's okay. I'm 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 getting to it. So. Thank you so much. It's been so great having us having you with us we've learned so much about limiting beliefs about different archetypes about moving from victim to victor Woo! Yes, thank yes, you so I much for it. your wisdom and we just want to wish you the best um as you leave 2019 and as you go on to 2020 and doing more bigger better things but thank you so much for joining us my first hosted podcast be my first host um well my my first guest should i say i'm the host (laughs) (laughs) but thank you so much for joining it's been great having you here with us thank you coach danny bye thank you thank you for tuning in to today's episode If you've loved what you've heard, which I'm sure you have, then please go ahead and share the love, leave a review and subscribe. I would love to hear your thoughts, your ideas, your aha moments and your breakthroughs. You can connect with me on social media, on Instagram or Facebook by searching for Dr. Okoje Omo Okunkwo. You can find my details on the show notes. I'd love to add you to our Facebook United Sisters group where you'll get a daily dose of inspirational thoughts and insights. I can't wait to connect with you on our next episode. But until then, go out there, be bold, be beautiful and just be you.